So I want to talk about something now that's different in Spanish. And first I want to speak about what this means. Rather than an obstacle to learning, it's part of the experience of learning a new language which can make you realize that in your own language you are both permitted and obliged to perceive and express the world in a certain way. There's two important uh, kind of contradictory concepts here almost. It permits you and obliges you. It allows you and requires you to perceive and to express the world in a certain way. So, in Spanish, we have two verbs for to be. So, remember to be is is, am, are. We get all of this from to be. We don't say I be, we say I am. So, we have ser. This is where s comes from. This is where son comes from. And ser is about characteristics. When we refer to the characteristics of something, actually un ser is a being. We said that some form of the verb is often the noun. Here it's the complete form. Un ser is a being. Un ser humano is what? A human being. A human being. And we could have found humano, even though there's no rule to find humano, that word. We have humanity. The words iti and how in Spanish. Humanidad. Humanidad. And then we could probably guess then that human is humano. Un ser humano is a human being. So ser refers to things that are characteristic of something. Then estar, which is the other to be, estar refers to states, states we are in. The word state is related to estar. So Spanish permits us, allows us, but also obliges us when we are perceiving and expressing the world around us to make a decision and to think about something. Is this a state or is it a characteristic? So this kind of sounds very abstract right now. So let's look at some examples. To be tired, do you think this is a state or do you think it's a characteristic of you to be tired? Is it the state you're in or is it characteristic of you? It's a state. Good. Where you are, is it a state you are in or is it a characteristic of you where you are? A state. A state. To be a good or a bad person, you think this is a characteristic of you or a state? Characteristic. Characteristic. So, it's very, very important to kind of snub out now any temptation that you might have to simplify this to temporary and permanent. This is what most learners do, and actually what many teachers do, simplify this concept to temporary and permanent, which, if you think about it this way, will work most of the time, but not all of the time. We want to think in this way. Is it a state or is it a characteristic? For example, if I say I am a student, it's not very permanent, is it? But is it a state or a characteristic, my profession or my occupation? It should be a state you're in. It's temporary, but that doesn't make it a state. Uh, your profession, according to Spanish, is characteristic of you, even if you do it for five minutes. I guess it's the same, for example, you said before with the word aggressive. Someone can be aggressive and they can change, so that stops it from being permanent. But it's still, it's still a characteristic. Exactly. And we will see actually some adjectives we can use with both ser and the star to give different meanings. 
but the great bulk of them go with one or the other. This is Spanish conceptually deciding whether it's a characteristic or a state, forcing us to make this differentiation and to express it. Let's look at the forms. Let's look at the forms of a star to begin. Now, I am from a star is estoy, estoy. So it ends oy. We already saw another verb that ends oy, which is boy. I go or I'm going. Estoy. 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 Now, to be is a, a very irregular verb in most languages. Look at English. From to be, we get am, is, are, was. But this is actually not so irregular. We have this little irregularity. Oy. Estoy. Estoy. And the other irregularity that we have is that this verb is the only verb in the entire Spanish language that doesn't have the accent on the penultimate syllable in the present tense. So, it's not estoy, it's estoy. The accent's on the ending. This hasn't happened until now, and it won't happen again. So, we have a star, and from a star we have a estoy. Now, all of the other forms are regular. We build them how we would expect to, with the exception that the accent will be on the last syllable. And it's the only verb in the entire present tense that has this characteristic. So, how would you say he is, she is, it is, you are from a star, using a star? Esta. Esta. They are for you guys? Están. Good. And make it for you informal? Estas. Good. And for the we version, the accent is where it should be, because we're adding two syllables. So give me the we version. Estamos. Estamos. So that's it. That's your set. Estoy, está, están, estás, estamos. The word for tired is cansado, cansado. Cansado. C-A-N-S-A-D-O, cansado. Cansado. Good. So how would you say I am tired? This, this is a state. Estoy cansada. Estoy cansada. Estoy cansada. Good. We are tired? Talking about a mixed or a masculine group? Estamos cansados. Good. Estamos cansados. What if you were all female group? Estamos cansadas. Good. Now, the word for always, we said was siempre. Siempre. Now, if you say I'm always tired... Because tired, as an adjective, as an idea, is a state, not a characteristic. Because we are looking at that, whether it's a state or a characteristic, rather than is it permanent or is it temporary. We are using a star. So even if you say, I'm always tired, it doesn't matter, you still use a star. So siempre is very flexible in this sentence. You can put it anywhere. The emphasis is going to change when you move it, but it's legal anywhere. So, how would you say, I'm always tired? Estoy cansada siempre. Good. Estoy cansada siempre. Estoy siempre cansada. Siempre estoy cansada. Or I would say cansado. Good. So, we want to resist the temptation to simplify this concept to temporary and permanent. We want to ask ourselves, is it a state or is it a characteristic? To be tired, is it a state or is it a characteristic? If we simplify it to temporary and permanent, 
Most of the time it's going to work, this simplification, but many times we're going to feel frustrated, feeling like there's something we don't understand because Spanish disagrees with us. If we have the concepts of characteristic and state, the few times Spanish disagrees with what we consider characteristic and state, it's going to be an interesting point of perspective. For example, muerto, muerto, which means... Dead. Dead. Good. We looked at this briefly before as a part of mortgage, meaning death pact. Muerto in Spanish is a state. Death is a state. So if you was to say I'm dead, you would use a star. So how would you say that? Estoy muerta. Good. Estoy muerta. Uh, and I would say estoy muerto. And you can use it to say I'm very tired as well. Estoy muerta. Estoy muerto. I'm very tired. Good.